two confessions I'm PMSing. Okay. So watch I, I feel bad that I stressed out my husband today because he work is very stressful right now. And I feel like I added too much to his plate. Um, Be careful what you say because she records it all and she never edits anything. Yeah, I never she edit anything. She does. I'll she deep cut that. It's a lie. <laughs> no, all she does lie. do a lot of editing because I listened to one and I was like, Oh, yeah, I'm going to speak okay. into that, and I, that makes me feel underappreciated because it is oh, a lot of friggin' so work. Appreci- I know, it's true. It's true. <laughs> do some things that I ask her to edit. She She's doesn't. like, I do not get paid for this. It's true. You do an amazing <laughs> job. It's very, very true. Forgive. I receive. <laughs> I receive but I, receive. I still say with a, with a caveat, be the, careful what you say. The parts that you don't <laughs> want me to put in, I usually do put in. This is true. <laughs> that's good stuff. So if you don't want it to put in, don't ask her not to put it in, and maybe yeah. she'll edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So yeah, Ames, why don't you start because okay, and because you have known her, and then I'll say why I her want it. her is our special guest. Her oh. okay. Well, are I we, didn't know we if were, were recording. recording. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. Today it is my. This is my, you are my very first special guest. I've never had a special guest on a podcast Ooh, that I have led. So Just so you know, I invited her first. Yep, it was Amber. Amber's, Amber's okay, idea. And so, and then I was like, holy cow! If you're having her, then I get to have her too. So. <laughs> So I introduced to you one of my childhood besties who I literally grew up with this girl um, down the road, grew up in the same church, same school, all the things. Wendy Smith used to be Wendy Shinley and used to be Wendy Foster. And so she's a county girl like me. And so um, she is a person who from the time we were little – I would spend many nights at her house. We, she was my most creative um, playmate. My most, uh, she Aww. had the best imagination. We mm. would um, spend many days and hours of imaginative play. And one of my mem- memories is we would make pretend food outside, and like rotting wood was chicken. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, it's delicious. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, this is brilliant. It looks just like shredded chicken. Aww. And so, yes. Yeah, so you were my most imaginative friend, and our whole, my whole life. Literally my whole life, I have looked up to you. You've been mm-hmm. a, one of my most favorite people. And I have just um, – how you do life, how you how you are a mom, especially in your motherhood, I have always looked up to. And you've always been a few years down the road from me. Mm-hmm. So your youngest is about, what, six months older than my oldest? Correct. Or um, about a year. Almost a year. Almost a year. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even a year and a half, actually. A year and a month, I guess. Okay. Whatever. Yes. Okay. Caden's <laughs> 18. Um, Micah is 19. Okay, so, and they have loved each other, and our boys and husbands mm-hmm. go on a yearly fishing trip together. So, anyway, um, our kids would play together, or Caden and Micah, we've got a picture of them when they were really little, of them both sobbing, and we are laughing our heads off, because Caden had a bottle, and Micah stole it from him, and then Caden stole it back, and so remember <laughs> and, that picture? Yeah, our instinct was, let's get our camera and take a picture. Yeah, we laughed our heads off, so. and that's kind of what we do. <laughs> and so, um, a few weeks ago, I'm not sure when this aired but Rachel had her baby sister on and we really wanted to just talk to a mama who was in the trenches of the little years and that was just a really sweet episode because we are many years out of the little years and so praise um, the lord (laughs) sorry (laughs) and so um when Amber said I want to have Wendy on we're going to do a podcast about um something else secret but I was like holy cow I want to have her for um parenting the teen years because you have been in those trenches and you're now out of them kind of barely but also out of them. praise the lord oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so 
<laughs> There's a lot of praising the Lord in love people. She's a survivor. She survived. And mm-hmm. so um, maybe you can introduce yourself a little bit and just kind of um, share whatever you want to share about your kids, a little nutshell tidbit of your life. And then I'm going to ask you just some questions specifically about parenting in the teen years. For the, the three of us here, mm-hmm. we're in the thick of that mm-hmm. still. And so um, – yeah. Words of wisdom, words of encouragement, things like that. But introduce yourself first and tell us whatever we want to know. Sure. So my older children are 19 and 21. I also have two stepdaughters who are older than that, uh, one of whom I parented for quite a number of years. Uh, so both of my kids are in school, and um, really, I have released them into the world for the most part. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I wanted to actually rewind a minute for about three or four years ago to where I was mm-hmm. and kind of share where we are now. Yeah. Um, my What I really want most out of life is for my kids to follow the Lord. Mm-hmm. And that is not what is the current situation with both of my, with one of my children. And I want to protect our relationship. I won't share mm-hmm. a lot about mm-hmm. that. But uh, so that is a, what has been a deep grief for mm-hmm. me. But time really does help things. Mm-hmm. And we have a really good relationship. And I am very proud of her. Um, her senior year, she was thinking of going to Europe and Mm. I had just started to sort of express some concerns or let's talk about this. Mm -hmm. And she decided she was going to go the day after she turned 18 and she was kind enough to give me an itinerary (laughs) and I asked her to let me know she was okay. And so about every 24 hours, I would receive a text that said, I'm not dead. (laughs) Kindred spirit over here. I feel that deeply. (laughs) Which would just about kill me. Yeah, you would have loved. In Noelle's defense, though, she does not, the apple does not fire from the tree because Wendy is a free spirit. And one time, Wendy's like, I am going to hike the 100 mile wilderness all by myself. And she did. And she got like heat exhaustion. I did. Yes. My husband had to come on rescue me. Yeah. So, like, when I see Noelle do this, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, obviously. She's Wendy's kid. Yes. We, uh, so actually, I'm really <laughs> wow. proud of her. She had a wonderful experience. Um, however, you know, it was a rough time in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And we have come a long ways from there. This year, she has come home four times because she wants to. She spent spring break with us. She's amazing. home now. She came home to go to the mm-hmm. Common Ground Fair. And then in July, for, uh, for July 4th, she came home. So... We have weathered some storms, and just because we are in a good place now mm-hmm. doesn't mean I haven't been through some rough waters as well. Yeah. I was going to share a little bit just of our past history, but what, what I remember from you being a ki- from being a kid is I was always the tomboy. I didn't really know how to play with dolls. I didn't know how to play house. And when I would play with Wendy, she would teach me. Literally, that's what we did. We were... We, <laughs> I'm a fun play thing. <laughs> she really, or we'd play school, and you would be the teacher, and I'd be the kid yeah, or whatever. It was very structured. <laughs> it was very structured, but it was so fun for me. It was structured, but it was it was totally like... Your your imagination's so crazy that it was always it was super structured, yes, oh. but it was like free and wild too, which I really really loved. And so, um, I guess so. Now you're you are fostering little, so you're kind of like in the thick of the little years again. But like looking back over your years of parenting your teenagers, like what would you say were some things that were easier than when they were in the little years, and what were some things that were harder? Or even like, what did you enjoy more and what was, 
not as enjoyable. So I think we all have different personalities that we bring to our mothering and different giftings. And so my personality, I'm, I love little kids and I'm really good with little kids and that's my sweet spot. Mm -hmm. And so kind of transitioning from when you're orchestrating their whole life Mm -hmm. thinking you have control you don't it's an illusion that's what we're learning that's what we're learning (laughs) um so you can it's an illusion that's a great mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you can think that your six-year-old you know you have control over their choices and then when they lie at school and you think oh my goodness you know Mm -hmm. why are they doing that you kind of have to know where you end and they begin which they're they're their own people and so transitioning Mm -hmm. from um, a very hands-on role. I was a homeschooling mom. Mm-hmm. I'm super intentional. About- she did like homeschool fairs and science fairs. Oh, I know. That's how fairs. I met her. And I was like, this woman's yeah, the bomb. Like Dot hardcore, com. like with banners and well, name tags. And chaos. And Lots of chaos. It was glorious. It was glorious. So, you know, going from that to your children making their own choices, much more so and exerting their will, which mm-hmm. is a healthy development in their life it's important Mm -hmm. you wouldn't want your child Mm -hmm. to not exert their own will Mm -hmm. Uh, that was a little bit rough for me I had Mm -hmm. to learn some lessons about letting go and meeting my kids where they were at Mm. what was the question (laughs) well what things were easier and then what things were harder so okay sure so um I well I wish I had had more grace with my teenagers and just let more go just not why I don't need to say something mm. about X, Y, Z. That's mm. just let it go. Uh, so for me, it was a little harder to accept, you know, certain things. And I really had my nose in all the business. Uh, <laughs> and I really think that really came out of homeschooling because you're just immersed in your child when mm-hmm. you're homeschooling them and you're all of their academic life, you're, mm. you're setting up and mm. managing, um, but, like, didn't they both do a year of high school? Or at least Noelle did, so, didn't she? So, um, Noelle went to public... She was homeschooled third through eighth. And she went to public school for ninth grade. And she went to private school 10th, 11th, and 12th. Okay, yeah. We like to try all the options. Yeah, so do we. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Micah went to school for kindergarten, 7th, 8th, and ninth, And he was homeschooled the homeschooled rest. Homeschooled the rest, okay. Um, so, I think easier is you... You get to really become your child's peer parallel. You, you're you changing from a parent relationship to hopefully a friend relationship. When would you say that happened with you and your kiddos? Switching to a friend. Like, like did it happen um, while they were still under your roof? Is it more now since they've left and they're kind of more on their own? So it's different for each child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one while they were still under my roof and one after. Okay. Yep. Uh and yeah. I think we all need space from each other. Yeah. Have you ever lived with your parents as an adult? I don't know if anyone has. Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> I worked really hard never to. <laughs> or had an adult child come home and live with yeah, you. Yeah, that's rough. Mm-hmm. No, so, it's not rough. It's just very different. It is different. very it's different. Not and rough. so really kind of respecting mm-hmm. the person's space. So, um, so, you know, all enjoying books, movies, concerts together. We, our family likes to find, well, I like to find. And I, <laughs> we do force family fun and we don't regret it. Yeah. Um, uh, that I was like one to- of my questions. Like what things are, are you like glad that you like, like mountains you died on that you're glad that you're like, yes, this is a value sure. or, and ones that I was like, shoot, if I could do it over again. 
I died on a lot of unnecessary mountains. So, what do you want to share any um, of those? <laughs> so, there mm. are certain things I pushed that I would never push now. And, and there's some insignificant and silly. Let's say I have in my mind that everyone's going to wear a certain color theme and we're going to get a picture in a certain place. Okay. And then I make it such a miserable experience that, <laughs> that when you look at the picture. That's what you remember. Yes. Mm-hmm. Even so if you're that, smiling. That's not helpful. <laughs> <laughs> or necessary. Or, yeah. Right. Or, it's, yeah. It's, I think Aww. generating family warmth, I wish I could um, credit who I learned that from and I don't know who it was, but that's what keeps adult children wanting to come back mm. home is family warmth. <laughs> and that's going to include a sense of humor and shared um activities that everyone enjoys mm-hmm. and push and I have come far because we just went to the Stillwater River Lights. Yeah. And I wanted a picture under the arch. Have you been there? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. It's really cool. I don't have a picture under the arch. It would have been us holding two we have toddlers, but we'll get to that later. Um two screaming toddlers and I said, Oh, I guess we're not gonna have that and that's okay. You know, so okay. um, it's letting go of the what the the bliss in your mind's eye. Mm-hmm. Yes. And letting reality be what it is, even if it's not blissy. Like, and seeing, trying to find the blissy in the reality. Trying to, but, but, right, letting go of the mind's eye blissy. Yeah. Letting go of that. And then, see, and loving the parts of what's real. And letting go of the picture. Letting go of the whatever. I, a hundred percent. Well, because what you find when you lay out what's actually there are beautiful things. Mm-hmm. You just have to choose that beautiful. Mm-hmm. You can't always choose the beautiful that you had that you think should be yeah. or, or that, that used you wanted, to be or used to be. Mm-hmm. That's huge, you know, because mm-hmm. you have to allow people to evolve and, right. and change. Yes. And mm-hmm. what do I mean? I enjoyed having children who could care for themselves, get their yeah. own breakfast. And I mean, let's be honest, get mm-hmm. their own breakfast and lunch share opinions and Mm -hmm. oh so our family we like to play games we like to kayak cross-country ski Mm -hmm. we like to find obscure artsy films that are only shown in Mm. a theater of three hours away and I make (laughs) my whole family go down and watch this and do they enjoy that and at the time it did not appear that they enjoyed it Time. They were weeping and gnashing But the pee. story I'm telling myself is they loved it. <laughs> but since then, they have both said how much they're thankful for these okay. things. Well, the, the climax of when I maybe stopped doing that is <laughs> I'm not so good with details. I just, I'm like, I kind of always have this idea that everything's going to work out. It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I love going to the to theater Mm -hmm. I love going to movie theater but I love going to theater Mm -hmm. and so I got us tickets to see War Horse um I was very not the movie but like a theater production Mm. I was very excited wow I don't even know how that's possible (laughs) (laughs) we got it was through these like large puppets wooden sort of minimalistic sort of structure puppets and we get I was like how'd they have a horse on the stage (laughs) 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 I'm picturing my boys being like seriously we're going to need what? Uh, yeah. So, and uh, I had, these were teenagers yeah. and we got seated and there's a big screen. And I did wonder, <laughs> I should have wondered a little more why there was a screen there. And well, not a turns stage. turns out it was a filming, a showing of a play, which oh. is not at all the same as going to a play. <laughs> yeah. And it was, I have been ridiculed ever since for 
<laughs> for not really paying attention to what I'm doing. So. The details. I love uh, that is, yeah. Aww. So what? tell me some, like, traditions that you implemented, like, as they went into their teenagers. Like, and so, like, here's – I'm asking because I'm honestly, like, I'm in a stage now where we've always done this sweet little advent Every Christmas. And, and it's very, very simple. I used to try to do more extravagant things when they were younger. And, like, I lost them. They are like, this is – I mean, it's taking way too long. I lost our attention span. So I went to what a much more simple thing in, in recent years. And in the move this year, I couldn't find the book that we normally read. And I couldn't find the things. And, and I feel like this year, my kids have – like, before my eyes, like, Jesse's grown, like, six inches. Like, so I feel like they've become men suddenly. And so for me, it's like – all of a sudden, I'm like hyper aware of like, whoa, those little traditions I used to do, they don't really work anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't just want to like throw the baby out with the bathwater, but I need to pivot to find something that's more this user friendly for teenagers. So I don't want to just chuck it all. You know what I mean? But like that's where I am. And so this year, that's what I did. As I was like, oh, this is – they're going to think it's so super lame. I was almost like, like crazy insecure about it. So I did nothing. And I'm like, that is not where I want to be. I think so much of that is depend and what first of all what do I know but f- so much of that is dependent you know upon much. who your children are yeah. and who you are so I when my kids were in high school I picked a theme for the Christmas season so I might pick light <laughs> I'm so- <laughs> Oh my gosh, she's amazing! And yeah, I would choose. I also want to talk about your hour-long conversations after supper time every night when they would do devotions around the table for like an hour. I always felt like a loser because I was an like, oh, hour? "Our prayer, I could get, our prayer time," get and this. Jesse's jumping jacks in. And, you know what I mean? And so when he's like, "Oh, we would sit for hours," and I'd have discussion questions, and I'm like, "Are you kidding?" <laughs> oh well, I want. I do want to say now that I have other children. I have come to the realization that my two older children are incredibly calm. They quiet and unique kids. Yes. So um, that is. I don't know that that will happen again. (laughs) (laughs) I would like try to do like literally like read the Christmas story for like thirty five seconds, and like the kids are dancing, laughing her their heads off. Kevin's doing voices. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So when she'd be like, "We talk for hours around the table every after every supper," I'm like. Clearly, I'm a loser. Well, it sounds glorious, doesn't it? But the truth is, it, uh, nothing is as glorious as it sounds. Some of that, I'm sure, was arguing. And stuff. So, um, I, I like to choose, like, so the light year. Yeah, I yeah, chose a light song, year. and we ham, we beat that song to death. At, this I, little light of mine. I'm gonna like, let this it is with teenagers. Oh yes, yes. We made candles because that made sense to me that mm-hmm. you're gonna we're gonna have light. We're gonna talk about light, and then we had a devotional that sort of centered around that. That sounds like a lot. That's probably not helpful to say. No, but, um, but I are you just, glad that you did it? I guess that's my question. One hundred percent. So good. And so I like I don't, the idea of a theme. Are they glad that you did it, <laughs> Rachel? <laughs> I wish they were here to answer that. Yeah. Um, I have well, so. Again, I'll talk about the Stillwater Lights a couple days ago. My 19-year-old said to me, so there was all my parents, cousins, all these people were going. My 19-year-old said, do I have to go? Mm -hmm. And I said, no, I I don't make my adult children do things. You do not have to go. And he didn't. And there was no guilt about that. So Mm -hmm. my kids are- Note to self. Okay, this is good. (laughs) So you stopped forced family fun. Yes. But my kids are super game- to yeah. do things. Yeah. Even this year, I wanted to go to a pumpkin farm and do all the things. Mm-hmm. And they all, actually, I had four young adults in my van, two toddlers, myself, 
and we chopped away. And oh, and I saw a play kitchen by the side of the road. Certain I could fit that in my vehicle. <laughs> and uh, my daughter had to sit on the floor without a seatbelt, and I shoved it in there because I wanted it. So my kids are just certain; they're just game. But yeah. I think you have to tread lightly because you mm-hmm. don't want to f- to mm-hmm. force them. So we had we tried to make it fun. Like I had a game ham, which turned out to be ironic because my a daughter's a ham? vegetarian. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I had a ham, a canned ham. That was the prize if when oh. you won a game. Oh. And then it was your trophy until th- so it's just super random. I yeah. don't even know how it started. Yeah, isn't that yeah. weird? No, I love it. But mm-hmm. then um, and Michael was wanting to eat the ham, and I said no. And then in the course of that, Noel became a vegetarian. It was very ironic when she won the game ham. So. Just hilarious. (laughs) We all have our different forms of trauma. (laughs) I'm feeling triggered by all of this. (laughs) Well, it does show you that every family is so different. And even like what we were saying to Hannah as a mama of the littles, like Mm -hmm. what did we hammer to her? Comparison is the thief of joy. And, you know, media is a lie. It's the highlight reel. And one thing I've always appreciated about Wendy is you've always shared the good, the bad, and the ugly. I mean, honoring your kids. But like you'll say like, so this picture is pretty, but the day wasn't or whatever. However you Mm word, I'm like, that is so good for the mamas to see mm-hmm. so good and I think so important <laughs> well I'm an Enneagram four yes Anyone else wing here? five right four. yes so super quirky and unique personality <laughs> I might, she is Kevin I think I was a four no you're not no oh uh, you might be actually I thought I was you a, might so be. you're a three is that the artist I'm a three yeah the four is the artist so yeah, you and I'm not an artist. Rachel's an artist. But um, you also might be a two. I, oh, I don't remember. sort of like very happily sit in sad. <laughs> it's okay yes. with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, Melancholy. Uh, yes. And yeah. authenticity mm-hmm. is very important to me. So, yeah. yes. But I think so many of our choices as moms are not, they're not theologically right, right or wrong. wrong. Yep. So our Amen. goal would be that we develop the muscle and skill to make decisions for our family whether they're teenagers or little ones that works for our family we might come to different conclusions than our friend next to us Mm -hmm. who has the same questions and that's because we're asking the giver of wisdom and he is going to lead all of us differently based on Mm -hmm. our individual bent and our child's individual bent Mm -hmm. and then the season with that child is going to vary and your marriage i think yes the marriage yes you know kevin Mm -hmm. and i were this this winter because he in some ways is way more of a traditionalist than i am like he wants to celebrate christmas on the day i wanted to do it the day before because we it would you know what i mean but in other ways i am more of a traditionalist in like for me the christmas isn't just christmas day it's the christmas season Mm -hmm. so i want us to go and look at lights and i want us to have a cookie making night and I want us to and those things kind of overwhelm him if they just sees a calendar full of things to do and so we have to find that balance between him and I and then on Christmas Eve I never know where my kids are going to be at so I always have things planned like a silly game and silly prizes and sometimes we do it all and sometimes we do nothing and I am just I'm learning to just like and Mm -hmm. I can still feel almost like let down like this night was a bummer when it really wasn't but it just didn't my plan didn't play out Mm. that is key don't you think that's key I it's do and it's, it, for me it's it's a letting go too like you're saying even just like there was like this Christmas had came with a little bit of grieving for me in different levels but Kevin's like it was a great Christmas and I think the kids had a great Christmas it was me that mm-hmm. was feeling melancholy about things like well we didn't even do this and I we never did this and this didn't happen mm-hmm. but they don't even 
care, which I guess is good. <laughs> well, so you shake it out, right? And yeah. see what from when they were little. Yeah. What do shake they it still out. want to, know, like to mm-hmm. do? So I ask my kids mm-hmm. every holiday that they're going to be home, as well as every if it's not a holiday. Yeah. What foods do you want? Mm-hmm. What activities do you want? What are you looking for from this experience? You know, that is so good. And mm-hmm. I write it down, mm-hmm. and that's my pl- so. Noelle wants to make gingerbread houses. You should see her gingerbread house. Mm-hmm. It's adorable. It was adorable. Um, it's like a little Toadstool. mushroom. Yes. Oh, yeah. Cute. yeah. Super cute. Um, and she puts full energy into yes. that. And we planned it ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And then she wants to watch the Specific. great British cooking. Oh, show, yeah. Is that what's called? Yeah. 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 The great British baking, baking Yes. Show. Okay. So we mm-hmm. watch that together. Mm-hmm. We watch Christmas They're so movies. nice to each other. P.S. They are not like Americans. They're so encouraging to each other as contestants, where Americans are like vicious. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's true. I, that's why I love it. It's my new favorite guilty <laughs> so pleasure cute. why I'm writing. It's because they're taught to be polite even if on the inside they, they feel rage. hate yes. and discontent. They're yeah, literally it's like, like Southerners. Oh, bless your heart is really oh, a swear yeah. word. Yeah. Yes. Maybe as Americans we're deeply competitive. I'm deeply competitive. Oh, yes. We grew up playing games together as couples, and our phrase that we use in our house to this day, oh, no, to I this day, it's a Wendy phrase. If I lost, if she lost, game time couldn't be over. We had to play again, and she'd say, I'm just not satisfied. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you I'm, told- just, I'm just not satisfied. So we'd have to play again until she won. That's wow. Yes, I've improved, but not with a feeling. But I'm like, okay, that's fine. That's, uh, You're, that's sanctification. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Um, so, yes. So I think just uh, I asked them what they want. And it's not that it's centered around them. I'm not trying to. But I want my kids to get out of the holiday season, life, family time. Because they're adults now, right? Yes. And they're away from home more than they're home. Mm. And I want that to be a pleasant time. I also, this isn't what you asked, but I do not pressure mm-hmm. my children, my adult children, about anything. Okay. And I really rarely ask them anything that I don't want to know the answer. Okay. <laughs> so, yep. So I just That's don't. That's good wisdom don't right ask. there. Because... They grew up in my home. I built into their life. They know what I believe. They mm-hmm. know what I would want them to believe. Mm-hmm. Let's just have a, a good relationship. I want to retain that relationship. Mm-hmm. That's, That's very so good. important. Meaning you're not fishing for like their motives and their heart, like their heart space, meaning like just on a normal day. Like you love them no matter what. Correct. You love them with all the grace. Mm-hmm. You love them with an overflowing cup no matter where they're at. Yes. I do, it, but yeah. it was a process because right. um, when I saw one of my children headed toward a direction away from the Lord, it was devastating yes. and mm-hmm. crushing, and I spent a lot of time grieving. Um, did I, you seek? Did you have hard conversations then, or did even then? Did you say I'm uh, gonna... up up through the senior year? Yes. Okay. Since then, no. Okay. Because mm-hmm. um, they know. They, that's they, right. They, they know. know. And how is it going to help my relationship with them mm-hmm. to really say anything about yeah. it? Now, both of my children come to me for some advice about variety of things. Mm-hmm. If uh, So I, I don't give unsolicited advice. Okay. That's um, so good. Mm-hmm. That is 100%. Good. That's my – so there's a book by Jim Burns called Doing Life with Your Adult Children, Keep the Welcome Mat Out and Your Mouth Shut. Ooh. Write <laughs> that puppy what? down. <laughs> and he's like, that's Say it again. What's that good one? That has been mm-hmm. uh, like a guide for mm-hmm. me, I would say. And so – but so 
naturally that didn't come to me. I was sort of forced into mm-hmm. this place of watch yourself because that's mm-hmm. this is the way it is, and that was actually very helpful to me mm-hmm. in the and I. Um, it was it just important to me to appreciate their autonomy, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that doesn't mean I don't care. It sure. just means that's that's not my life. I have my own life. I'm making my own choices mm-hmm. about my own life. That's not my life. Right. right. So in the thick of the years while they're still in your home, under your roof, in the thick of it before, I find that that's even trickier sometimes because like you're – we've talked about this in previous podcasts, like because you're more like in moving into more of like a coach position. That's how someone explained it to me. Like like they're they're – freedoms and and, um, privileges are far greater than they are when they're like in grade school. So like they're on the field, they're playing, but you're kind of still on the sidelines and you can like pull them out still as a coach. But like, I find even the difference between Jesse and Caden, like Caden's still under my roof, but he's 18 going on 19. He's on his way out. Mm -hmm. And so it's, and it's very clear and pretty much he's, he's calling most of his shots. Do you know what I mean? And then I've got a 15 year old who's a freshman who has always played with the older boys and acts like an older boy and really has, has always been older for his years. But the reality is he's still a freshman and he's still 15. Do you know what I mean? And so that's where I'm still, that's the dance for me now. That's like where I think regardless what you do in this may not completely answer your question, but being able to course correct in front of your children and say, Oh, okay. I think the way I handle that Mm -hmm wasn't quite correct. I'm going to, you know, I'm sorry, apologize. I'm going to try better. So I think that really plays into the high school years, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're somewhat bumbling based on Mm -hmm. our child's response to Mm -hmm. something and our reaction to it. And, Mm -hmm. or if it's your second child or third child, Mm -hmm. trying to assume, you you might inadvertently assume that they're going to have sort of the same path as the older Mm -hmm. child. And then you find that they respond differently Mm -hmm. to something. So Mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, that's nothing specific, I think, because it's so dependent upon the mm-hmm. p- the family dynamic, you know. Mm-hmm. But I do think children still want teenagers still want boundaries. They mm-hmm. don't realize they want boundaries, but they want boundaries. But I probably err on the side of freedom over boundaries. But that was not true for me prior. You know, I had mm-hmm. to I had to really mm-hmm. that did not come naturally to me. Yeah, I had to say, wait a minute here, mm-hmm. you're too harsh you're mm-hmm. yelling too much mm-hmm. you're not giving enough grace you're not fun to be around <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you gotta make some changes yeah. here mm-hmm. so and i i s- definitely seek out um help advice from people who i i i think have been where i have been yes and that has helped me out. or even counseling okay my no i was whole senior year i was in counseling yeah that's, that's and, so good we are such proponents of that (laughs) well and I think there's also this wonderful piece where like because I'm in the thick of it and I have some that are I have two that are adults and then I have a junior and a freshman and I do think that's true like but I always continue to look back in that we built the foundation Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Ames Mm -hmm. like you built a really strong foundation Mm -hmm. and so I I always relate it to grandparenting so my kids had a lot of weird grandparents and some that they have very no relationship with some awkward but they have this one grandmother my mother-in-law who was so solid and has been like the premier grandparent Mm -hmm. that because they were loved so well by her they can take the ebbs and flows of the other ones so differently 
So they're they're just like ah, that's so and so, or yes. ah, that is because they have that such a solid foundation, and it was such a concrete thing for me to see that for us over this season, like my kids are, you know, I have some that I'm grieving because they're not making the choices I would love. I have some that are are figuring it out still, and mm-hmm. and that they have a such a strong foundation that they do like they that. I don't have to freak out as just like I didn't have to freak out about the grandparenting thing. Right. Like they have such a good foundation with with they know what we love. They know we love them. Like my kids don't worry about that at all. They know what we believe and what we think is the right choice. And they also know that we're we're in it with them no right. matter what the choice is. Mm-hmm. And so it's been interesting to see you know, even my oldest, we lovingly call her Mustang Sally, she she <laughs> keeps coming home. And mm-hmm. I am thankful for that. I want her to I always come I think that is the home. biggest tell in my mind. Yeah, right. So they, and so, but she's wild and, and twirly and an adventurer living on the side of a mountain mm-hmm. and makes like our, she can't tell me about how she's almost died until I need 24 hours so I can't replay it in my mind over mm-hmm. and over the what ifs. Mm-hmm. So she's not allowed to tell me until 24 hours of, oh, by the way, mom, I fell down the mountain two know, days ago. Mm-hmm. Two days ago. And like, <laughs> I was hanging. 400 feet. Into I was, the like, and I was yeah. ha- dangling by a crowbar. I'm like, those are not the choices I would make, but they're mm-hmm. hers. And she is an adult, and but she always keeps coming back. Mm-hmm. And like, it allows me to have more freedom with my others, like mm-hmm. n- knowing that they have the foundation. I think right. some of us, I know for myself, I didn't have the foundation. So I'm a lot more like, mm-hmm. it, it It makes me want to clutch. And we're just figuring it out. Yeah. yeah. In, real time. Yeah. In yeah. real time. Yeah. In real time. And yeah. I just want to speak into, like, I'm just, I just have a 15-year-old and 11-year-old. So I am just in the beginning of having teens. And for me, I, the whole like loving unconditionally and making that a marked difference between that and control. Like for me, loving my 15 year old means letting go of some control, which is hard for me. And this is a very silly, it sounds silly, but actually was a big deal to me. Like I loved being able to control and influence what he wore. like he's a really handsome kid and I have my own idea about what he should wear (laughs) to look his best like I feel like I could hone that in really well yes (laughs) and I did that for a long time where I tried to be I I was never fully influencing it but I was influencing it and over this last summer there was this one time where actually me Jesse and him were we were we went I brought Jesse's probably influenced that flair a little (laughs) Jesse is such a free bird I don't oh for sure I control nothing with his wardrobe (laughs) yeah nothing (laughs) well I had the two of them we were in Freeport and they were just going around and all the shops that I thought they were going to want to go into they didn't and Mm -hmm. the one that I was like (laughs) it was like for old men (laughs) like that's the vibe that I thought and they were both so excited to go in there and they both came out with these like sh- I was like you guys look like you need to be like retired on a <laughs> schooner wearing loafers like, like I don't yes. I don't get this mm-hmm. you know and and Sam was just like ma mm, no bro it's and a fit it's a, this is a it's vibe a this fit. is the vibe and I was just like okay uh, and then we went somewhere else and I said it's fine you know what you don't want my opinion any anyway and 
he stopped me and was like, Mom, that's not true. But interesting, I was like, there something happened in that trip in particular where I was like, my kid is growing up and becoming his own person with his own sense of style that is has is veering mm-hmm. from my sense of style. And that's okay. And actually, I was like, you pull it off. I, mm-hmm. I, I would have never in a million billion years bought you that <laughs> shirt. Like, that would have never occurred to me. Yeah. I, I don't like it, but I love you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love you. And I so it doesn't matter to me. If I really, I want you. Mm-hmm. I don't want control of your wardrobe anymore. If that's something you are, you're mm-hmm. breaking free and you want to control that, have at it. I actually love that. And I was that. Mm-hmm. I didn't want my parents controlling my wardrobe. Right. I started controlling that when I was like five. That's funny. Mm-hmm. I was little and I yep. felt very passionate. And so the, the the love has to be bigger than the control, mm-hmm. I feel like, in teen years. Well, and I think we all go through, like, so I'm at almost 50 years old. I... I went through that. So I, I'm now at a place. Sure, you know, it's mm-hmm. fine. But that doesn't mean that I didn't go through the same right. thing that yeah. I thought, oh, my goodness, you know. And I have had my daughter shaved all her hair off. And um, we have piercings and tattoos and, and various things. And honestly, I don't care about any of that. Right. I can Like, that's a true <clears throat> statement. Mm-hmm. Did I it could... break you down in the moments? Or by then were you already... By then- <laughs> You were, like, you were ready. Yeah. <laughs> but don't you feel like there's a breaking down and like almost like a shedding? Yes. That's well, it's well, a, it's so like a grieving said. process, yeah. I think. And then you get to the point where you have to release and it's a, uh, okay. Right. But I also think, how do I want my parents to treat me mm-hmm. even now right. and not even just when I was 20? Yeah, it's true. Um, I don't want them getting hung up if I have an eyebrow piercing, mm-hmm. which I did. And- well, the church we grew up in, I had a piercing and one of the deacons took me aside and asked if I was backslidden. And <laughs> that was the moment for me where I'm a rebel in certain ways. Like, I love Jesus. But like, there's certain things where I'm like, if you think this is a sign of rebellion, watch me. Yes. <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm the same way that. too. So my yeah. nose piercing. You I know. dare you to ask me. Yeah. That, and I mean, now go. it's so whatever. But for Kevin, he's more prim and proper. So this was like a well we're married 23 years it was an 18 year discussion and finally he's like fine I don't care and so I still want a tattoo but it's like it's seriously a source of contention for us I'd have a sleeve if I wasn't married to Kevin so but I'm gonna gonna honor him but in my heart I have a sleeve I have several Mm -hmm. tattoos and my hair is wild but Mm -hmm. you know Kevin doesn't love attention drawn to himself and clearly I don't (laughs) so and this is my wife (laughs) but my family all of them when I got my nose ring I mean there was a there was a day of like whoa and now it's nothing, you know. Amen. You start to love their heart more than the outside mm-hmm. of the, all the things yes. that, that are changeable and that we don't have any control over anymore. Well, that's the thing. What can you do? Like, so if, if your child was 15 and had a tattoo, that'd be a whole different conversation than if yeah. they're an adult. So it's, the, it's transitioning. It's transitioning. From, right. from that to, mm-hmm. to something It is. Else. It's an open-handed. It becomes a, such a – it does become such an open-handed. And My fear is it sounds all nice, right? Oh, yeah. old pe- parents with older children, they should just let it go and love <laughs> them the way they are. It is a process to get there. And also I think you realize – if you don't bend, you're going to break. Like it's mm-hmm. it's not going to be good for your relationship. So mm-hmm. if you want the relationship, you have got to step 
right. back. And and you kind of follow the lead of your child. One 19-year-old may want more input in, mm-hmm. into their life yes. than another 19-year-old. And they value it's – it's a higher value for them to not displease a parent. Whereas another one, it's kind of neither here nor there maybe. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think you mm-hmm. have to meet them yep. where they're at. And then you um, – well, we're – I think it's helpful to have your own life, hobbies, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. things that are restor- restorative to you and you're finding joy in. Mm-hmm. Um, because if your whole life is about your kids, they're leaving the nest. And that's what I'm figuring out right now in real time. Well, it is. You, that's I, what we've always don't told love our that. kids. Yeah, <laughs> it is a tri- it's a tricky. It's a tricky, weird, so humbling thing, right? When you birthed them. They couldn't survive without you. And the whole goal is that they absolutely survive without you and need and nothing, nothing from you. From you. <laughs> and, and do it their way. And do it their way with our blessing. I wish I had yeah. even done more. Of yeah. That. If, I ha- if I could do it over, I would give more grace mm-hmm. because I had – it was a lesson for me to – release my control. Well, I'm going to learn from your lesson. <laughs> All right. I just want to wrap it up because I want to have Amber have a chance to interview you on her topic, but just give a final, um, do you have any final advice that you want to give that would encourage mamas in the teen years or a final word of wisdom for fighting for their hearts or just any last little wrap up things that you want to share having come I, out the other side? Sure. So I think even though currently my outcome is not what I want it to be with my adult children in some ways. Mm-hmm. But in some ways it is. I, wa- I guess I would say, it almost makes me cry, that it's mm-hmm. all worth it. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. um, as mothers, the energy we spend on whatever it is in your household, whether it's crafts, cooking, games, family time, um, just managing, I heard t- you guys all talking about all your sports schedules this mm-hmm. morning and, mm-hmm. oh, they have practice. All of that energy you put into that, I truly believe is worth it. And you are building into their lives in a way that mm-hmm. no one else, you'll, mm-hmm. no one will be as an advocate like you are for your mm-hmm. teenager. So I guess, and then try to enjoy it because teenagers are full of, and that's not, to be clear, that's not my favorite age group, <laughs> but they are full of hilarious bright spots Mm -hmm, that and mm -hmm. I believe everyone should have an opportunity every day to learn something and teach something so if you have that philosophy with your children Mm. it's not just you inputting into them I truly believe if you allow Mm -hmm. them to they will be inputting into your Mm -hmm. life and you are going to be richer for it so good that is such a good my son is a much more functional 15 year old than I was and so I actually kudos to you Rach that's right that's right (laughs) that's so good I just live vicariously through his function (laughs) and I I'm like he's already a functioning adult to me whereas I had to learn how to adult as an adult like I, I started from scratch. My first year of marriage, I was bawling the whole time, like having a nervous breakdown. And it was because Same of days. worlds colliding and leaving and cleaving and not knowing what that was really supposed to look like. And then yeah. having children broke me a thousand ways to Sunday. And <laughs> I'm so thankful. I, I, I can't get enough of my kids, honestly. But that is why the empty nesting phase mm-hmm. is already starting for me because I can see it coming and it's like breaking me again in the mm-hmm. opposite direction. And so I'm kind of like, who am I without them? You know? So that's hard. That might be an episode for another day. 
I yeah. agree. I, mm-hmm. Your solution was to just get more. So <laughs> I, don't know how I, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Oh, my land. That's true. It happened that way, but it's not the intention. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, I love you, Wendy, so much. You are such a huge part of my childhood and my some of my really my best childhood memories that we could do a whole episode on all the things that we did growing up. So, well, thank so, you for so, having so fun. Oh, love you. so sweet.